Welcome to another episode. In this episode, I will be answering another controversial topic, another controversial question, and I'm going to get right to it. So this question was submitted by a follower. I, I was not able to get the name when I screenshotted this this question, but it's a good question. It's really two questions. So I'm going to do one question at a time. The next question I'll probably address in a different episode. So this controversial topic is the following. You should never... Now, this is not the question. Um, this is kind of the controversial topic that this person wants to address. And the controversial topic is you should never get rid of a dog because once you commit, you are the forever home and a dog is for life. Now, this is not the person saying this. This is the topic, okay? This is not the 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 follower stating this, but this is the controversial topic that this person wants to discuss, that this person wants me to touch on. So the 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 question basically goes you know now in general i agree with that statement which is you should never get rid of a dog once you commit to a dog it's a forever home so the person says now in general i agree but often in the rescue world people are not well educated before adopting and the dog and family really do not work out for some reason, but then the person gets shamed for not wanting the dog. So is every home a forever home? If not, when is it appropriate to tell a client that the very best option would be to find a new home for the dog? So the controversial topic is when you get a dog, a dog is for life. And the question is, is every home a forever home? Now, you have people in rescues that they're not good at matchmaking. And most people that adopt a dog are not good at selecting the right dog. Now, I'm going to give you my thoughts on that on that topic. I don't think every home is a forever home. I truly don't think that. Because I have seen so much evidence, so much evidence of the opposite. I have seen people with just not the right dog for them. Not the right dog for them. Okay? Wonderful dogs for somebody else, not the right dog for them. People are very emotional. So when they adopt a dog or when they get a dog... They're very emotional in their selection process. They don't pay attention to matchmaking because, one, they don't have a clue. Two, even if they did have a clue, they would not be they, they would not be influenced by, by the logic. They would just go with the emotion. It's the truth. Most people just get a dog based on emotions, not on logic. So I have seen, and I see them constantly. I, I know one of a, a clear example right now of somebody I know who has the wrong dog, okay? I see this with people and service dogs 
where people get a dog, get a young dog, that they have no business getting a young dog as a service dog. That's not how, how that works, guys. You have to get a dog based on on what works, especially if you're getting a service dog. If you're getting a service dog, you can't just get a puppy and go, I'm going to make this my service dog. If you don't understand that, maybe we should make another episode on that because the whole thing with selection for for specialties, like service work is a specialty. You don't get a puppy and go, I'm going to make him my service dog. You don't get a puppy and go, I'm going to make him this. You get a puppy and you go, the odds, based on this puppy's temperament, the odds of making this puppy this type of dog the odds are high but but there's no guarantee provided you even know what you're looking at okay and that's how it is most people don't get a dog with logic they do this with emotion so i have seen it i see it and i see it all the time people just don't have the right dog so no i don't think that every home is a forever home for every dog, okay? The best thing to do sometimes is to rehome the dog. Sometimes that's the best thing to do. I know it's controversial. I know people don't like to hear it. I know people don't want to talk about it, but that's just how it is. You can't just set yourself up for failure and go, well, I got this dog and a dog is forever, so I'm not going to get rid of the dog. It's an animal. It's just an animal. It's not your child. It's not a little, not a person. I know this is very difficult for people, especially in the U.S., to, to grasp. People think, oh, my God, dog is just a, like a little family member. No, it's just an animal. I love dogs. My whole career is dedicated around the the subject of dogs. And I love them, but I know what they are. They're just animals. And if it doesn't make sense to have that type of that type of personality, whatever type of dog you have with a particular family, then it doesn't make sense for the owner. It doesn't make sense for the dog. Nobody's happy. Nobody is happy. The dog is not happy. You might think, well, at least he has a home. What kind of home? A home that provides no clarity. Now people might think, well, that's better than at least living on the streets. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll give you that. But... Did you know that some dogs actually, I'm not trying to, I'm not implying that the streets are better, but just think about this. Dogs can actually excel in the streets. I'm not justifying that, you know, that that there should be, I'm not saying that there should be dogs in the streets and, and that people should dump their dogs. I'm not saying that. But just to give you an idea, dogs can actually thrive in the streets and uh if i look at that because i've seen dogs thrive on the streets there's not straight dogs that i've seen on the side of the highway i've seen dogs thrive do really well on the streets 
Now, some of the dogs that I have seen, some of the stray dogs I have seen do so well, I promise you, if you were to ask them, hey, would you rather live on the streets or would you rather live in a home where there is no communication, no clarity, a lot of inconsistency, a lot of confusion, and you don't get any exercise? I, I can almost guarantee you if that dog could talk, it would tell you, please let me have the streets. So this is just to give you an idea that dogs, they do need the right home. It's for their good and for your good. So if you can't handle that dog or if your client cannot handle that dog, that doesn't mean that we should just get rid of the dog and just dump him on the side of the road. But by no means am I implying that, am I suggesting that. But what I'm saying is at least consider the fact that matchmaking is very important. At least consider the fact that maybe, maybe this person does not have the right dog. Consider that. And maybe even think, okay, how can we make it so that this dog is in the right home, in the right hands, in the right home? At least if you think about it that way, at least now you're heading somewhere. You're heading in the right direction versus trying to shove a square peg in a round hole. It's just not going to fit. If you don't have the right lifestyle for the right dog, it's just not going to work. It will be miserable for everybody. Nobody wins. I know there are uh, dog trainers in general so arrogant. God, dog training attracts like the biggest arrogance uh, and, and the biggest, you know, the people with the most issues childhood issues mommy issues daddy issues this is the biggest thing with uh with a lot of dog trainers that i hear you see this in their advertising you see this in their on their website something along the lines of oh no dog is untrainable uh no bad dogs every dog is good bullshit no you have to understand that yeah even though every dog has great potential not every dog is the right dog for every person. Look, you could bring your dog to me all you want and you can give me your really messed up dog that it's just messed up because it's not in the right home. You can bring me that dog and I could form an awesome relationship with that dog. But when that check clears and you got to pick up your dog, what are you going to have? The same mismatch just with more training and with less money in your bank account. Plain and simple. So don't give me that, oh, no bad dogs. No dog is untrainable. It's bull crap. And, and dog trainers just capitalize on it. And do you know why dog trainers capitalize on it? Because dog trainers know people are emotional. That's just how it is. If I know I can get a hold of your emotions, I can pinch and I can motivate you to bring your dog to me. This might sound like almost career suicide, the fact that I'm telling you this. But this is how it is, okay? If I know that I can pinch, I can just dig at that soft spot that you're sensitive about, that your dog doesn't like you, and that the reason the dog doesn't like you is because it's not trained, and I can convince you to fly your dog to my state, 
and we can do a big old episode on your dog. Put it on YouTube. Put it on the TV show. And if I can get you to do that and you don't change, I'm telling you, once that check clears, I'm just going to get a lot of likes on my video. You're going to pay for my mortgage, but you're going to have the same old dog. You're going to have the same dog, the same shitty relationship because you might not be the right home for that dog. I'm not saying this is the case with every dog, okay? Uh, dogs do do need training. And a lot of times training and the owner understanding what that dog needs, sometimes that's all that's needed. Sometimes the owner just needs to catch up. So if the owner just needs to catch up, then good. We catch up. We catch the owner up. We catch up the training. Most of the time, that's it. That's all. That's all that's needed. It's just misunderstanding, miscommunication, and we can get you squared away. But sometimes it's more than that. Okay. Sometimes the owner just cannot make that commitment to change. And if the owner cannot make that commitment to change, I don't care how much money you spend, that dog will not change. That dog will, ju- will be the same dog. It'll just know how to sit or heal or recall, whatever. Okay? Again, not always the case, but in some instances, big time, huge, huge mismatch. So, yeah, sometimes you have to bring that up. And here's the thing, too. Clients already know. A lot of times when they when when they bring you their dog, I've had this happen to me. They bring you their dog or they talk about their dog. They already know it's not working out. They're just hoping that you're going to come along and wave your wand and then this dog will be different. And they think that training will make it different. Because they already know this is this dog's just just not a, not a good match. This is not working out for me. They already think they already know that. And sometimes they just need validation. They need their their thoughts to be validated by a professional. And then they go, ah, you know what? I knew it. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. That's exactly what we were thinking. So nothing wrong with that. I had a client who both the, it was a couple, an older couple, an older couple, okay? Like the gentleman was very, very up there in age. The lady, same thing, very up there in age. They had this very young dog, very sporty dog, um, very enthusiastic, just Nice dog, but just not the right dog for them, for this very for this older couple. This is how much of a mismatch this was. They couldn't even walk the dog. I mean, they're older people. I'm think I'm like I'm saying older, older, older people. I'm not I'm not saying people in their forties and fifties and sixties. Older people with this very young 
enthusiastic and powerful dog. Lady had fallen twice walking the dog. Couldn't even walk the dog anymore. Fractured her hip walking the dog. So they thought training would change this dog. Training didn't change the dog. Now, we gave the dog a lot of training, but at some point, as I was helping them out, I just had to tell them, okay? I could have drained as much as possible out of them and just keep selling them and extending and still extending and all of that. But I just knew, I knew and they knew this wasn't going to work out. So some of the training that we did do, if we just had to bring that up. We had to address the elephant in the room. This is just not the right dog for you. We can use the training tools and we can make it easier for you to walk, walk your dog. But they knew, they absolutely knew that this wasn't the right dog. They rehomed the dog to one of their relatives. I think it was their, it was their, their, their granddaughter. It was a younger relative. They were happy to have the dog. And it worked out for everybody. It was, a ha- it was a happy ending. But this was a clear case of a mismatch. They knew it. Essentially, they just needed a validation. Somebody to tell them, yeah, you were right. That's exactly what it is. You just, it's not the right dog for you. And they were much, much happier knowing that this dog went to the right home afterwards. Okay, so, yeah, don't give me that crap of every dog can be trained. No dog is a bad dog. It's such such bullshit when I see that. Dude, I mean, I know it's nice marketing, but just put your pride aside. This has nothing to do with your ego, whatever issues you might have had, okay? I'm not I'm not targeting any specific trainer. I know you some of you are probably thinking, "Oh, I know I know which trainer he's talking about. Big YouTuber." Yes and no. It could be anybody. I've seen this. I've seen people say similar things. Oh, no, no. I can, we can train every dog. You can train most dogs. You can, yeah, you can train every dog, but it doesn't mean that every dog is the right match. And my job, my job as a dog trainer, it's really, I'm, I'm helping people. I'm helping relationships here. Okay, you're always really helping people. You have to address the people, the the problems that the people are bringing to the table. And sometimes the the training is secondary, and the main thing is relationship. And yes, you can address relationship. You can communicate that to the owner. But sometimes occasionally, not every time, but occasionally, you just don't have the right match. I've worked with very difficult dogs and clients that were just overpowered by their dogs. That doesn't automatically mean that it's the wrong match, okay? I'm not I'm not suggesting that in the least. I've been able to help people whose dogs overpower them. Big, big freaking dogs that had all kinds of issues, we were able to help them. So training did help in many instances, most instances, or even where it would seem at quick glance that it was the wrong match. All we needed to bring into the into the relationship was clarity, training, predictability, and consistency. 
and then everything got much better and then everybody won everybody was happy so a difficult dog does not mean this is not the right match be very careful with that that's not at all what i'm trying to say here but what i'm saying is sometimes it's not about you okay Sometimes, actually, it's never about you. It's always about the dog. It's always about the client. But sometimes you got to put your ego aside and really think a little bit deeper. And at least consider that maybe this isn't working out for anybody. So that's my view on the topic. I know some people feel different. Some people would disagree, and that is perfectly, perfectly okay. I don't expect everybody to agree with me on every little thing. Uh, and I don't agree with everybody in every little thing. So very, very uh, hot topic, but worth addressing for sure. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Make sure you check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, podcast platforms, and check out my books okay, on Amazon. See you guys in the next episode.